The cracks are starting to show. The Yankees rotation is really going through it, and something's got to be done. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Alongside my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's going on? Ooh, lots going on. Uh, that was a tough one, huh? They didn't play very great last night. Uh, before we get to our first segment here, of course, we got to ask you for questions. Uh, I got a feeling you guys probably have some, so make sure to drop them in the comments of this YouTube video. Of course, if you're on the audio side, come on over and you can join the show. We answer your questions every Friday, so make sure to get them in. Um, we'll have a preview of tonight's game two against the Halos. We also wanted to break down some of the offensive struggles uh, a little bit later on, but we got to start with this rotation talk, Stacey. Um, Clark Schmidt, I'm going to first ask you, what's your clock on Clark Schmidt? Like well, if in an ideal world, which this we is know not we're not living in an ideal world. Yeah, we never we never live in one. <laughs> but what, what's your clock on Clark Schmidt right now? Personally, I'm done with him. But if I were the Yankees, I mean, I do they really have a choice? They kind of have to keep him in the rotation. Who, who else are they going to put in there right now? Yeah, well, don't spoil the conversation. <laughs> um, couldn't get out of the fourth on yeah. Monday. And from my vantage point, he's just very hittable right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the annoying thing is he'll get someone to O2 and then he'll throw something right over the plate and give up a double. And that's, you know, I spoke about this a couple of Clark Schmidt starts ago. It feels like watching Phil Hughes over again, where, you know, the guy kind of has the stuff, but it's just, there's that lack of a put away pitch. And it's just so frustrating to see that sort of a thing, especially that's one of my biggest pet peeves as a baseball fan, seeing someone go from O2 to a leadoff, like to a double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or true. O2 to a walk, you know, something like yeah, that. Where you, you know, because when the, you're the pitcher and you're in control at O2, you should get the batter out. And that's just really frustrating to watch. Yeah, uh, definitely didn't start great for Clark. Uh, let Taylor Ward smack one down the right field line. Uh, Shohei goes yard, gives up a knock to to uh, Trout. Like it, it really started poor for Clark. Um <laughs> And he never really felt like he got into any sort of groove on uh, on Tuesday night. So this is something that I found startling. Looking at some stats. Hmm. Clark Schmidt last season, 20 earned runs and 57 and a third innings of work. Pretty good year. Like, he, he did have a good year last year. Yes. Uh, we're talking about him in spring. We're like, yeah, like, this is a guy who's definitely battling for the five spot. So 20 earned runs and 57 and a third. He's already giving him 14 earned in <laughs> 14 and a third. Yeah. That is drastically different. Yes. Like screw night and day. This <laughs> is complete opposite. Like some something's got to give here, Stacy. Yeah. I just don't know what. I don't know. I really I'm at a loss right now. It's just frustrating watching him because of how well he did last year. But I really feel like 
he's a bullpen guy. He needs to be in the bullpen. I don't think he can be a starter. I think this is a long enough trial for him to show that he can't be he can't be a starter. I mean, and it's not like he's facing really tough competition yet. Tonight was tough. You have two of the best players ever to play the game of baseball hitting, you know, <laughs> getting yeah, hits off you. It's like, you know. Yeah. Um but I, yeah, I just it's, well, it's so really here, here, Stacey, this, this is what I wanted to kind of talk about today. What, what can the Yankees do? <laughs> There's not a lot of options, right? Right now, there no. aren't a lot of options um, because this is kind of happening to the rail riders right now, too. I've said it a couple of times, but I'm gonna, it bears repeating. Last year's trade deadline <laughs> is catching up to the Yankees. Yeah, it really There's is. No Wesneski. <laughs> Nope. There's, There's no Waldachuk. Yeah. There's no Sears. <sighs> There's no Jordan Montgomery. Oh, every time those guys pitch, every time I see their names mentioned, I just, if it's like a, ooh, it's a stab to the heart. It really is. So, so right now in Scranton, Wilkesbury, who is, by the way, in St. Paul, Minnesota, Matt Crook is still in the bullpen. So I think it's pretty clear what the Yankees' plan is for Matt Crook right now. So I don't think – I think if there's any guy to try and come up and start in replace of Schmidt next time out, it's Crook. Mm. If I had to pick – he's pitching really well out of the bullpen. But it's pretty clear what the Yankees want to do with Matt Crook. Yeah. Uh, he's He is, in my head, the, the most obvious answer. If they're just trying to get Schmidt to not start in five days. Now, well, speaking of bullpen – would would it help the Yankees? Would it behoove the Yankees? Would it help them if maybe when they have Schmidt start? <laughs> He's just opening. Yes, like maybe so they have would, an idea. Yeah. Maybe he would be better as an opener instead of giving making him feel the pressure of have to of having to pitch maybe. at least five innings and maybe throw him out there and be like, look, just get us through two or three. We're fine. Yeah. We have well, guys. He hasn't up pitched you. five innings. He has barely pitched four. Right. Um, so, so other things right now too, just wanted to run through if what Yankees fans might be thinking, like who can we get to help? <laughs> I, <laughs> I know they're starting. There's some panic button going on here. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Davey is 40 man, but he's also in the bullpen. Mm. So Davey Garcia is down with the rail riders in the bullpen, but he only has one option left. So he gets called up. You're going to have to, do something about that because this is they need a temporary fix right now they need a band-aid right um ryan weber is struggling non-40 man anyway so you'd have to make a move uh nick ramirez is not having a ton of success either um he has more major league time than a lot of guys down there right now and uh he just hasn't really started much in his career again weber and ramirez neither of which 40 man um the silver lining is Luis Severino is throwing live bullpen on Thursday. Mm. But that that's in my head is still saying that that you're going to have to have Clark for at least one more, right? Cuz Clark's out. Yeah, he's got He's out, out. He's out of the rotation at this point. It's Herman. I don't it, even if Herman doesn't pitch great his next time out, he's had at least one good start. Right, where Clark Schmidt has not had any yeah. to this point and Yeah. Yeah, and then Rodone is still having back issues, but he still made it through his bullpen. So, yes, his back is I'm not barking. Even considering that right now, honestly, because it's such a weird like where where are you? <laughs> like, yeah, 
Yeah, and, and but it's just those are like the two. Right, but let's you know, Rodon and um, Severino are the two guys that these two guys are replacing, and it's like at least one is close to coming back, where the other yeah. one is having what seems to be setbacks now, and it's. Well, remember, Sevi too had a tough spring. Don't forget yeah. that. That's so true, it's not too. like some savior is. Coming. Oh no, no, but I feel like uh Severino at least has an out pitch he could strike guys out when he's on and I don't feel like Clark Schmidt has that I mean you really just need a a five innings of three or less really right. that's all you're looking for is to no keep, we're not we're a not guy asking, to keep you in it yeah we're right? not asking just, you to you know do what Garrett Cole did on Sunday Clark no. <laughs> yeah I mean yeah it's tough I mean I feel for Clark Schmidt man I mean again he had a good last season um but I think it's pretty clear right now that this is not sustainable you can't go every five days like this, let alone every, you know, four days and fifth day, because you don't know what you're going to get out of Domingo Herman right now. Right. It's, yeah. it's tough. It's tough right now. Um, I didn't want to do all negative here, Stacey. I did <laughs> want to talk about the bullpen. They really locked it down. Uh, I yes. was very impressed by Ron Marinaccio last night. Yeah. Marinaccio, Cordero, Abreu, all three of them. I was thinking to myself, all right, just keep them here. <laughs> And maybe the offense could do something, but that did not happen. Well, Higgy with the, with the catcher's interference. Mm. Um, So that runner shouldn't have been on. (laughs) Joe Hayes steals second, takes third. By the way, the Yankees catchers have yet to catch a base stealer. Um, Opposing base runners are 13 for 13, Uh, which is, I mean, small sample, but it's alarming. Uh, It's starting to get alarming. Uh, And then, you know, I, I count one mistake to Rendon up in the zone, and that was it. So Marinaccio looked really good. His slider is just my God. I love that pitch. It is just <laughs> a one slider of the most- overall, though. Like if someone has a good slider, I mean his in particular, though. Yeah, uh, his sweeper. Sorry, uh, well, is that's right. <laughs> one of the most impressive pitches I've seen in Major League Baseball. It is flat out beautiful. Um, Jimmy Cordero looked good. Uh, and Abreu looks great. I mean, the bullpen is holding up um, probably better than we thought. And we saw Greg Weiser pitch, uh, a couple of mistakes. But overall, the bullpen looked pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're just getting a lot of work in. <laughs> true. Very true. Because uh, we'll, Clark Schmidt we'll, can't yeah. Johnny Brito's really got to step up uh, tonight, right? Like he's really got to step up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, tonight's game, <laughs> by the way, uh, 7.05 Eastern, game two of the series on Sirius XM, and of course on the Sirius app. Make sure to listen there if you can't catch the game on Yes Network. Uh, in a second, we are going to talk a little bit about some of these offensive struggles. Kind of a negative episode today, mm-hmm. um, but we definitely need to talk about some of these offensive struggles in just a minute. Grand Slam's no-hitters and double plays are back, and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up FanDuel, official partner of major league baseball
Hey, back here on Locked On Yankees. Thanks for making us your first listen every single day. Every day is out there tomorrow. Of course, we're going to be talking about game two of this series. Again, Johnny Brito's really got to step up. Uh, I, I think it's uh, pretty imperative. You don't want the Yankees to start going on a skid here. Um, and it kind of feels like they could here in the month of April. Um, and part of that reason, Stacey, is some of these offensive struggles. Um, and we saw it again on full display last night. Yes, it was one of those... Second half of 2022 frustrating games for Yankee fans. We all remember how wonderful July and August were for the Yankees. And yeah, it just, well, they were getting people on base and then not getting the big hit. Or they were being set down in order for innings in a row and not being able to do anything. And yeah, it's just frustrating because, you know, you have your big hitters not doing much. And then you have the guys that you expect not to do much, not doing much. And it's just, it's like a snowball yeah. effect and just makes yeah. the game bad. And, you know, they were only down two nothing at first. And you're thinking to yourself, okay, they can get back into Against this. Jose Suarez, who, Ex boy, he didn't look good last night either. I uh, That was the other frustrating thing, because you had mentioned on the previous show how Suarez was not doing well. And I thought to myself, OK, maybe the offense can get back into things because, you know, they didn't really do much on Sunday either. It was a good thing that Garrett Cole pitched that complete game because they only scored two. Mm -hmm. And it was DJ LeMahieu who scored the two. And I was thinking to myself, OK, maybe they can do something against Suarez. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> threatened. They sure threatened. Couple and of that, hard hit balls. I like. Let, let's be fair. They that's were, true. Yeah, they there were some bad hard. luck hard hit balls. You know, lining at people, and it was just one of those games where it yeah. felt like nothing was going right for the Yankees, starting wise and lineup wise. The only positive was the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, um, over three with runners in scoring position, thirteen in a row set down at one point. Stacy, this kind of brings up a a bigger thing. So we we joked about this on our last episode about the black hole in the bottom of the order. <laughs> There's legitimacy there. Uh, yeah. The bottom of the order, six through nine this season, 44 for 229. They're batting 192. Uh, of those 44 hits, 11 have gone for extra bases. Weirdly enough, though, seven of those out of the yard. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of weird. Uh, your six through nine, because uh, it was Hicks in the nine, uh, Higgy, IKF later pinch hit for by Cordero. Uh, Oswald got the start. I mean, when you're looking at that last night, that's not much of a recipe for success, considering how all those players are playing right now, save Oswald Peraza. Yeah. You know, every person's batting average, or nearly every person, right, starts with a one. And... Yeah. It stands to reason because you just said the number that is atrociously bad. And it is kind of weird that the uh, out of the 11 extra base hits, seven of them are home runs. Yeah. Um, Weirdly enough, though, of the four hits the Yankees got last night, three of them came from those batters. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so very, very strange. Yeah. Uh, the only hit at the top of the order was from Anthony Rizzo, who, by the way, is hot. Um, yes. But yeah, there there are issues there at the bottom of the order. There there are no denying it. I think that gets helped out a little bit when Bader comes back. Yes. I feel Breaks like the, pushes. the lineup is going to be a lot different with Bader and Volpe because I feel like they're very similar to each other. Mm. Um, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Volpe. Let me, let me just say that. Um, he had some good at-bats, um, you know, for a young player 
who's just really getting to know major league pitching. I like what I see from him. And as I said on the show uh, Monday, I feel like he's going to start really getting things together yeah. and you see it slowly coming together. Um, but I feel like Bader and Volpe together, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Something to look forward to here soon. Um, you know, Franchi not starting with a, you know, left-hander on the mound. That's why he didn't see him last night uh, until that pinch hitting situation. So um, you'll see a different lineup for sure oh, yeah. on uh, on Wednesday night. Um, but Stacey, you had a, one other weird takeaway uh, from last <laughs> night's game. So if you didn't watch the game on Yes, Woody Harrelson was in the booth. Apparently his manager got him tickets. And um, I never realized, because I never heard them speak together, but Woody Harrelson and Paul O'Neill basically have the same voice. And it was kind of hard to figure out who was talking, except for when one was talking about baseball and one was talking about the movies he was in. And um, he told a story about how in 2009, he snuck into the World Series with Owen Wilson and they tried getting in behind home plate. They wouldn't let them in. And then they snuck in the side and they were in. And then someone came up to them because I guess, I don't know, maybe one of the security guards that turned them away saw them and kicked them out. And he's like, can you believe it, it was me and Owen? They kicked us out of Yankee Stadium. But yeah, that I just thought it was really when they said Woody Harrelson was in the booth. I was like, what? And it just was such a weird it was probably the biggest highlight of the night for Yankee fans <laughs> and that's why you're talking about it yeah now, see here's the thing Stacy I think you brought this up just to smite me because my angels beat your Yankees and you just had to bring up 2009 one more time <laughs> which I still contest the 2009 angels are the greatest angels in angels history you really you'd like to dig at me sometimes. I didn't even think I did. Uh -huh. I swear oh, yeah, I, didn't I didn't even think even of that. Notice. I didn't. Uh huh. I wasn't thinking. We'll, that. we'll see how on tomorrow's show how Stacy can bring up the 2009 Angels versus Yankees ALCS again. <laughs> um, again, tonight's game is on Sirius XM as always, and of course download the Sirius app. 7:05 Eastern Angels Yankees game two. When we come back, we have a preview for that game in just a second. Ultimate Baseball GM is the coolest game I've played in a long time. I always thought I could be a great Major League GM, but it turns out it's not all that easy. If you've had the same thought and fantasized about managing your own franchise, download Pro Baseball GM immediately. You get to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise, playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. You're responsible for hiring the coaches, the staff, managing the money, drafting players, scouting players, and managing through difficult personalities and injuries, and you navigate your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world, Ultimate GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked On Yankees listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store, so make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. Back here on Lockdown Yankees. Game two preview uh, kind of feels a little important, doesn't it, Stacey? Uh, Griffin Kenny versus Johnny Brito. Boy, does Johnny Brito need to bounce back in a big way. feel like he can kind of be the stopper. Yes, 
Yes, it's kind of odd that the Yankees are hoping for Johnny Burrito to be the stopper here. Um, I know. What did I just say? <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy. What the Yankees have expected Johnny Burrito to do? I know. Yeah. Um, not the best game of his life against the Twins last Thursday. Uh, but as we've said a few times, there were some positives from that start, even though it didn't seem like there were a lot of positives from that start because he gave up so many runs right away. But I feel like if he gets through the first inning unscathed, that'll help him a bit. You know, if he gives up a couple of runs, I won't mind, not in the first inning, but if he gives up a couple of runs in his outing and he can pitch at least five, I would yeah. be happy with that. And the Yankees would be happy with that because they need to rest some of the people in the bullpen and not have another repeat yeah. of Tuesday night. They need him to go at least five. Yes, uh, that would be huge if they can get five out of Brito. Griffin Canning on the mound for the Halos last time out was against the Nationals uh, and ended up giving up two earned and five innings of four Ks, exactly what the Angels needed out of him. Uh, it was his first outing since July 2nd, 2021. Wow. Uh, he had been out for a very, very long time. And um, Griffin Canning once was thought of as going to be one of the main guys like maybe a two or three for the angels rotation uh but has been marred by injuries over the last few years so we'll see how this game goes again i feel like it's pretty crucial uh for the yankees to get a win tonight um not only just so they don't lose this series or at least have a fighting chance for a rubber game um but again i feel like this team right now with the offensive woes over the last few days could begin to spiral a little bit yeah um and that deficit here in the AL East could start growing already yeah I agree with that I think um you know I think they're the only team that hasn't lost a series because you know technically they tied they the series split. with the Twins yeah. yeah so split that's that's the phrase days split the series so um you know I mean who cares about that no they're not going to care about that either but it's just nice to know <laughs> that they're the last ones that haven't lost a series well I think it good. was Baltimore was with them too weirdly or no it was Arizona yes. was on that and then Tampa because of course right right um <laughs> yeah I don't know I I feel like I feel like it's more important for Brito yeah to not for him to not spiral yeah yeah. Um, yeah, especially just because the Yankees just really need him. They really need him right now. I mean, they're going to need him for at least two more weeks, right? Like it feels like that even when Sevy comes back because it feels like, again, Schmidt out, Sevy in, and yeah. Brito stays. Oh, yeah, Brito's definitely staying. He's going to yeah. be the one to stay. Yeah. Ideally, when he comes back, what do you look at that rotation? Does it go cold, Nestor, Sevy, Brito, Herman? Mm, probably. But it's more going to be, how does it line up? Right. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, that would be ideal, but yeah. who knows how it's going to line up and who knows exactly when he's coming back. And when. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when is this thing going to figure it out? <laughs> um, let us know how you're feeling about this rotation, by the way, in the comment section here on YouTube. And of course, while you're there, drop a question for us for our Friday show. Don't forget to catch tonight's game, 705, on the SiriusXM app. Download it. And by the way, you can get like a three-month trial like 
whenever you feel like it. I literally on a three month trial right now for the Sirius XM app. And it's great. I actually listen to Yankee games on there too. So uh, check it out there. Um, but uh, coming up tomorrow, again, we're going to break down game two and whatever else is going on. Uh, kind of silent news wise over the last few days. Um, we'll see. <laughs> see who's hurt next uh that's just kind of how things feel right now but anyway that's gonna do it for today's locked on yankees stacy i'm steve granado and i'm stacy gotsoulias we'll see you tomorrow